Ready or not, that's what you guys have tuned into, and I did it backwards because, well, frankly, I kind of forgot what I was doing. But today, we are talking about doing away with me time. Let's get into it. All right, guys, we are back in the studio. Got Mrs. Rhoda Heaver with us. Uh, unless that's your mom's name and you're just Felicia. No, no way. No, that's not I'm, how that I'm, works. I'm married nope. in. Yep. <laughs> She's oh, my yeah. wife. Hello. Where is my mind? Um, <laughs> I didn't marry another Rhoda Heaver. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I don't know. Good night. We should probably start that one over. <laughs> no, it's good. But we'll keep it. Let's see. So if that's blank mind, David, uh, that means everything for the next 35 minutes is officially off the record, and you can't. We're just here to have a conversation. Just here to have a conversation. So yeah. if you didn't know, the other wonderful voice in this episode is Joseph Rodeheaver. Yeah, I got. I didn't get that from my mom either. I got that from my dad. That's true. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, Starbucks, Phil's, Coffee Bean Tea Leaf, Clatch, or Cane Brew. Oh, all of the above. All of it. As long as it's good and sweet. You guys. No, seriously. No. Whatever you're We're not picky. Millennial make give everyone a trophy. No, just I I, I we're drink not, plain coffee. We're not coffee snobs. Uh you're a coffee snob. I'm not a coffee snob. If I drink okay. Starbucks, okay. I'm not. Okay. Almighty righteous guy over there that has a who what coffee out of those? Which ones? Out of those? Because you're gonna hurt people's feelings if you yeah, pick the wrong no, one. That's okay. If I if I got the time and the distance, or I'm forced all the way out towards like Anaheim or Huntington, Phil's coffee hands down straight up every day of the week. Uh, especially if it's hot outside, get a cold iced mint mojito. Boom. Don't care what you think. It's right. <laughs> um, if it's a cloudy cold day, um, I'll go out on a limb here, and you can make fun of me in a second. But something thick and creamy like a peppermint mocha is that what they're called? Maybe from Starbucks. Right, but it's it's more like the the grown up hot chocolate. Um, if I put it that way, it sounds less, you know. I I guess so. The grown up hot chocolate, also known as a peppermint mocha, and then after that, I'm down for whatever. Like, uh, I like. Oh, I hate this one. The name's terrible. You feel like you're ordering a person. The pink lady. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so good. You Kate. go to you go to Candy Room. Like, hey, can I have a small pink lady? And like, what? <laughs> but that's what it's called. Unless you want a large pink lady. It's coffee. That's, that's also weird. <laughs> it's coffee. It's like a tea no, mix thing. It's tea we're gonna get off this pretty quick. Oh here. goodness. Sorry guys. So if you, you want listening. a wonderful minty goodness go to, go out to Phil's. If you want um, a pink lady, you can go to Candy Room. You want your grown-up hot chocolate, hit up Starbucks. Uh, caramel cappuccino, because you got to throw a little bit of sweetness in there, is uh, coffee bean tea leaf. Clatch I have not been to enough times to have an opinion about. Caramel brulee latte. Not from Clatch, though. Yeah. What? Clatch. Really? Yep. Did not see that coming. So this sounds very me-ish. Um, so let's talk about me time. Oh, me time. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? No, we, we can get to that. Um, but really, Lord willing, our focus for the next little bit is going to be just the idea of rest. Uh, in the life of a believer, what does rest look like? Is it important? Why is it important? Is it necessary? All that kind of stuff, But um, which can, you know, like a snowman melt into a puddle called me time. Uh, nice. So we'll end up there. <laughs> you guys got to save me. I'm rambling on. No, man. that's great. I'm still I, stuck a on the snowman into a puddle. Oh goodness. Of me time. Dude, that's awesome. Okay, well what oh, are we talking gosh. about when we talk about rest? So rest in in the believer uh, are we talking about just sleeping? Are they getting enough sleep? Are we talking about taking naps? 
are we talking about what? Uh, all of the above? Yeah. Maybe you need to take a nap. Maybe you need to take a break. Um, but generally speaking, so the act of becoming rested, how about that? Uh, if I ask you, like, hey, are you rested? Or are you, are you, yeah, is that the right word? <laughs> uh, rested. Kind restful? Of... You're not restful. Anyways, clearly, linguistically. Uh, <laughs> rejuvenated. Renewed, refilled. Well, I mean, rested. I, I don't know. I yeah, think. Are you rested? Are you rested? And when I think about that, are you resting, I guess? Like resting in the Lord. Maybe is spiritual, what... yep. No, <laughs> I'm sorry to make <laughs> but it spiritual, true. but there's like this, this, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I think it's, it's the world we live in is very fast paced and. Um, especially in the young adults and in my age group where we're career-minded and we're thinking about making money and we're thinking about having a family and all these things, and there's this striving to that striving that we try to do <laughs> to, to try to make things happen, I guess. Yep. And there's just not a lot of rest in that. Your, yep, yep. your brain's going a million miles an hour. I've never lived outside of Southern California, so maybe this is a humanity thing, although from everyone's comments around the world, it's a California thing, Southern California thing, but you guys seen those bags you put like clothes and blankets in, you hook your vacuum up to it and it just sucks the air out of it and condenses it down. Yep. I feel like life in Southern California just connects the vacuum right to the side of your face <laughs> and sucks everything out of you. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Great visual. And you feel like you're just squeezed, like it's all there, you just... Like it's it's hardened, it's it's compacted. If you just let it breathe a little bit, it could come back to life and be usable again. Yeah. And the Lord's desire, at least for the believers of Southern California, uh, and I believe all of them, maybe it's just one of our places we need to, to tune up and work on, uh, is to be at times restored to a restfulness uh, that we don't live our life always compressed. Like yes. Work hard. Yes, I believe that most days you should end the day exhausted. Otherwise, you wasted it. If you're not ready for bed at bedtime, like what did you not do during the daytime that you should have? <laughs> <laughs> now, and that's that again, that's just me going. You're welcome to disagree and be wrong. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Alicia's face over here is I'm like, like oh. okay. <laughs> so I, now, now, what I don't mean is wrecked. I don't mean you should like barely be able to crawl into bed because you're so <laughs> destroyed. But if you're but God's up there, given you a day, God's given you time to, to be used. It. Yeah, He's and given I, you resources. And, and I think God built in, right? The use the day I've given you, and then there's going to be a time I give you to rest. Don't work at that time. Yeah. Old Testament wise, right? The Sabbath. And I know we're talking about like how that's kind of a thing at the moment that yeah. culture is grabbing onto, which I didn't know. It's kind of shocking to me. Um, maybe the Lord will use it. But so rest, uh, finding time to catch your breath. I played hockey growing up. And when there was a line change, it wasn't because it was, you know, the end of the period. They would pull people off the ice and throw a new line on so you could catch your breath for a few minutes and go back out ready to play at 100%. Yep. And I think that's what I mean, like finding yourself coming back to 100%, not being you know, connected to that vacuum for the next 10 years of your <laughs> life, <laughs> sucking everything out of you, finding rest. I don't know. Yeah, I'll I mean, stop. You no, guys take it. It's such a difficult thing. I mean, I'm sitting here with two guys. I'm a mom. So as a mom, rest is a very... Uh, it's a, it's a word that you just don't you don't use very often because you don't get rest 
you know, when your kids are resting, you go finish the things you need to finish. Uh, so resting is a difficult thing. And I think what you were saying about like that being sucked dry, oftentimes, even for myself, I can go, 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 go. And like almost like um like a sprinter, like I can sprint really fast. And then the recovery is really hard. Sometimes you just get burnout, you know what I mean? And so then you crash and that's not really healthy either. So taking those breaks of rest to get away is a really important thing to practice, you know, in your personal life, even, you know, in in all other areas. It's really like you can be the, the practical things of life can come at you, right? Raising kids or just work or even serving in the church or whatever it is. And you're not getting time to just rest in the Lord and to be with the Lord, to let him fill you up so that you can do those things effectively and more effectively. And I think, especially as a mom, right, like you, it is hard to get that rest where you get to be with the Lord, right? And just resting in the Lord. Um, Because, I mean, the kids wake you up at four in the morning. Right. (laughs) And then like you're putting them to bed and you're pretty exhausted afterwards. But it's, and it could be anyone, but there's this, um, there's an intentional, you have to be intentional in, in guarding that time of rest, I guess. Yeah. Well, and it, it looks different in different seasons of life. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. You have kids, like all of a sudden the mornings may not be this like, let me make a waffle in my coffee and spend two <laughs> hours getting my highlighters out. Like, dude, that time's gone. Maybe right. it'll be back when you're old. And, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, then the grandkids will be over. I don't know. And that's not a sad thing. It's actually a joyful thing. But being able to flex and bend, I remember when Isaac was born, our firstborn, I used to have my devotion times every morning, but same time, work construction, boom, by the clock. And he was born. And I remember I fought and fought and fought and fought to have like that same time every morning, but I was wrecked. And like three, four months into it, I remember the Lord just being like, you know, I could speak to you in the evening too. Like you can can read your Bible. The, The same passage we use in the Bible to talk about how you should read your Bible in the morning is literally the same passage that talks about how you should read your Bible at night. <laughs> yeah. we, just, um, we get so pigeonholed in what it's supposed to look like. So finding 100% restfulness where your eyes aren't tired, like, mm-hmm. eh, I don't know. Uh, is that really the goal? But one of you guys just said it. Uh, when you are resting in the Lord, it tends to make everything else a lot lighter yeah, uh, a lot lighter. You can deal with the tiredness so much more simply. Um, well, I think there's this even that resting in the Lord because we try to control things in our lives. So whether that's trying to get, you know trying to get that promotion and 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 you know we, we talk about California and the pace of life and like everyone's trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know. And there's this like uh, just because the cost of living is here, and then plus there's so much to do, and so you're always going, going, going. And it's it's actually just the pace of life almost that's normal, but it's it's we 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 don't step back and just rest in the Lord and let Him do what He wants to do in our lives. So how would sense. what what do you think? Think about like indicators in your life that like man, I'm not I'm not finding rest in the Lord very often. Um, so I'm curious if you just think through life in the last whatever year or ten. What are some things like, oh, when this begins to happen in my heart or my mind or my relationships, it's an indicator that I'm probably not resting in the Lord very well. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I can go, Felicia, I don't know. I know for me, it's getting anxious and anxiety and worrying about, oh, I, you know, I today I got to, you know, 
I, I got to do this, 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 and this. And there might be those things that I have to do. Of course, there's work that we have to do. We're supposed to be diligent, but I'm, I'm anxious about doing it, right? I'm worried about the future almost. That's a big one where I'm worried, I'm, I'm worried about what's going to, what, you know, what, what life's going to look like in six months from now, from a year from now, five years from now. And it's not just that I'm thinking about those things. It's a worry about those things where it's consuming my thoughts and, uh, there's an anxiety that comes with it that sure. I have to be doing something to accomplish, to, to to reach those goals. Yep. Yeah, I think like as a woman, I don't really like, I'm not thinking in that way. I'm I'm more just like living my life, right? And things get crazy and I feel like I don't really stop to take the time to rest. Where I, I, I know God's always going to take care of me. I'm used to being taken care of. My husband takes care of me. And so I know if you're a young person, you'd live probably with your parents. And so that's not something I'm not striving for anything like that. Uh, but sometimes I might do things in my own strength and be very capable until I run out of my own strength. And then I realize, oh, I needed to rest in the Lord. And I should actually be doing this the whole entire time. Does that mean like you hit a wall where there's just no I think you can left? hit a wall. Like, I think, yeah, mean? I think you can, you run out of energy or you, you do things in your own strength until, until you can't. You know, and so I think for myself, like I, I'm a very capable person. You know, I I overthink. Like I think I can do this. I can do that. I can do all of it. I can, you know, this morning I'm 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 gonna wake up, gonna have my Bible time, and then I'm gonna cook breakfast for my kids, and then I'm gonna work out, and then I'm gonna get ready for work, and then I'm gonna be at work. I'm also gonna homeschool during my time, my break time. I think I can do all these things, you know. And a lot of times I don't stop to say like, God, I just want to rest in you. I'm I'm gonna lean into you. I feel like I need to carry it all at times. Um, so not so much motive driven, but just like I can do it, you know, and I'm, I'm supposed to do it, yep. well, but I'm not really supposed to do it. I'm supposed to rest. I'm supposed to lean in. It's not to discount that those, that there's things that need to get done, right? It's the, the weight, weight of, of it. Yep. Yeah. I was just going to say, I know for me, there's two things. I know like when I'm not resting with the Lord, I'm not, I know it when, even if I'm doing my like Bible reading mm -hmm. daily, but if it's, if it's just being done, cause you're supposed to versus like enjoying it or, or resting in the Lord, the workload feels heavier. Mm -hmm. And I may even be doing less. Like, what is wrong with me? I can normally do twice as much and it doesn't feel stressful. But now all of a sudden it feels like this heavy load. Right. And then the other one, like, I just get frustrated more easily. Yes. Like, things can ruffle my feathers. They can just get under my skin. And it's like, why am I? Man, I thought I put this frustration thing behind me. I'm, I've been frustrated a bunch and things feel heavy. One hundred percent of the time, right? Not resting in the Lord. Well, yeah. even if you think about it in Scripture, you know, Jesus, you see him often with people, and he's being drained, you know, and he's out, and he's teaching, and he's healing, and then it says he took time away, even from the disciples, yep. like he spent time away to rest and be with just his Father. Yep, and that's the important part, right? He takes even the disciples. There's a point I think it's in Luke's Gospel where he says, hey, come away to a lonely place and rest a while. Mm. And he takes them out. And this, the story takes a hard kind of left turn. There's some surprises that happen. But his heart was like, guys, we need to go just take a minute right. to a lonely place and rest a while. And that's kind of like, is it okay to take a nap as a believer? Or is it a waste of time? Well, Joe, what's well, the verse you always say? A little bit. A little bit of resting of yeah, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands. Yeah, and like the door turns on the hinges, your poverty shall come upon you like a lion to the ant. But I mean, we're 
we're supposed to look to the Savior, right, as our example. So Jesus, he's getting away, but he poured himself out as well. Yes. I mean, he was diligent about his Father's work. And so what, an, what a good example of, of what a perfect example mm-hmm. of what rest looks like in our life, right? Yep. And the intentional getting away and being filled with, and, and it's, it's not just, it's not just getting away, and this might segue into the me time, right? Getting away and let me veg out on a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, let me get away and go get a massage. And not to say that any of those things are bad, but our savior and, and our king, our master, got away and spent time in prayer. Right. And, and, and being filled with, you know, and spent being filled uh, by, by the father, you know. That's all those other things are, are really counterfeits. Like, they're fine. Yes, exactly. Go get the knot rubbed out of your shoulder. Like, <laughs> go go bowling. Like, do your thing. But don't do them first. Right. And we sometimes feel like, oh, I just need to fill in the blank. And it's like, no. Like, those are the parts of life that God intends us to enjoy. Mm-hmm. He made it with a variety of things so we could experience a variety of life. That's cool. But that's not where we find our rest. We find our rest with the Lord, then go out and enjoy some of those things he's given us to do. Yeah, right. The- like you just don't want to veg out. Because a lot of times that's what we think. We think we need time. We need me time. Or I just need time just to like unplug my brain. But it's like, no, you actually should engage with the Lord first. Be filled. Actually be filled because you're empty. That's what you're you're feeling that emptiness, that's you know? That's a great way of putting it. And yep. so you need to go get filled. And then, of course, those other things, you can go and indulge in a movie or you can. But if you're if you're empty, those things are still going to leave you empty, well, you know? Well, and, and I doubt the amount of, and, uh, you know, the amount of people that say, I just need me time. It's like if you took an audit of your life and actually calculated how much me time you have, it's probably pretty high. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, possibly. It, it possibly. But, it, I mean, the, the reality is just rest. Like, there's... Um, man, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. But there's that, that verse is in my closet, so I see it every morning. And then this, like, there's times I just say, you know what, I got a hectic, busy day today. And yeah, I need, I got, uh, you know, 20 emails that came through already and I need to answer them. But I know if I hit the ground running like that, I'm, it's going to be, you know, exhausting. So I'm just going to sit here, get on my knees and just not even, not even just rest in the Lord. Just, just try to rest and focus on who he is yep. and and rest in him. I know Pastor Jack's talked about this with us in the past of like, he'll give the staff time off sometimes. I don't know if we'll say all this or not, right? <laughs> but he'll give the staff, he'll, he'll see like, man, people are tired. They're worn out. Kind of like Jesus, like, Hey, let's go away and rest a while. Like, Hey guys, take a couple of days off. But he's like, I know they're going to run up to San Francisco to see their friend, or they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, catch the red eye to New York, or they're going to mm-hmm. stay up all night mm-hmm. doing game night. Like, what they need is to go be with the Lord. Right. And it's true, there's this tendency when we do get free time to just run ourselves on the little bit we have left to go do the stuff we enjoy rather than to sit at the feet of Jesus. Um, and I think this whole concept of me time, I don't think I've ever heard a guy use the term me time. Uh, not that we don't do what, do. what do guys call it? They call it their like guy like, time. Guy time. I don't know. I don't know if we call it. We don't talk much. We're going. Right? Guys don't dude talk time. much. time. Yeah. What do they? We're going golfing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not that the the concept's not there, but I. It looks. I think different. there's this new thing happening, and maybe it's been happening for a little while, and we're just beginning to see it grow, where people are 
kind of rewarding themselves for a very average thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you showed up today. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, no, think about it, though. There's people who come home and they're like, they think they should be treated like a hero oh, because yeah. they went to work. It's like, well, that's normal. People work. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a normal responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or a mom who cooks dinner, like, somehow should be mom of the year. It's like, that's, what that's actually do. normal. It's like, an immature cooking. thing. Yes. And so when we take these things that are base level, like entry level responsibilities, not that you're not tired, not that it, the day wasn't demanding, but we want to be rewarded for the entry level things, uh, something's off in our perspective. And well, resetting, like, what is the base? Like, well, I'm an amazing husband because I don't cheat on my wife. I'm like, yeah, that's actually just not amazing at all. That's actually expected as normal, like that you don't cheat on your wife. Like, well, I don't beat my kids, so I'm a good dad. Like, what? Like, that's you're at zero, man. Like, it's expected you don't yeah. beat your kids. You're you're at zero. <laughs> uh, and let's work our way up from there. Um, and I think people want to reward themselves with this like extra time as if it's this deserved thing because they were normal. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? I think like even with our kids, like they'll do something like, do I get a reward now? Like, no, that's just part of being the family. You you have chores. <laughs> we have chores, you know. Or so our, our sinful nature then and then also it's amplified by the culture and the enemy, right? Because uh, – what Jesus says, take up your cross, right? He says, you must die that you may live, right? But then when you can get people to focus on themselves, that's it's like that's uh, that's exactly what it is. They're mm. they're focusing on themselves rather than on on dying to self, right? And realizing that we deserve, you know, we talked about this on another podcast, I think, about deserve, you know, what you deserve. I deserve me time right now. You're like, no, you deserve hell. <laughs> like, right. uh, and one, and we live, we, we have it very good in this point of history, right? This time in history, like very good. There's, I mean, we live in an abundance of blessings Yep. and we don't have to, you know, most of us aren't out there toiling the ground, right? And, 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 and digging a ditch or whatever it is. And, and, and barely making it by. Most of us aren't, especially like us in Southern California. Like we have it very good here, and it's 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 made it's built complacency. It's built it's built, uh, and where there should be th- gratitude and thanksgiving, right? There's there's actually like oh, we're complaining, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and, and making well, it about ourselves. Speaking of where it comes from, I think to some degree, and we could break this down forever. But a generation that's grown up kind of being rewarded or bribed to do things. If you clean your room, we'll go get ice cream. If you do your homework, you can go to your friend's house. If you, what, we, what happened was this like, oh, if I do something, I get rewarded, right? It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, yep. But here's the deal. We can't sit there. And once there's this point of revelation, the responsibility shifts from the initiator to the receiver. Yep. So even if it's like, oh, it's my parents' fault. Like, uh, are you aware of that? Yes. Now it's your responsibility. So Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday. And here's your responsibility. You've got to not be conformed to the things, the image and the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of yep. your mind. Yep. Now, not to slam me time for the, the rest of our segment, um, as much as God right doesn't want us to be selfish and stingy and self-centered, 
there is a very clear command that we are supposed to pause and rest. I mean, mm-hmm. it's huge. It's, it's not exaggerated, but it's not a concept easily missed in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not held and bound to keeping the law anymore, but think about it. God came up with 10 rules. Like, let's, let's give you 10 commandments. And I'm, I'm going to take 10, and one of them is going to be keep the Sabbath. Yep. Take a break. Like, that. it's so important to make God's top 10. Right. And then Israel, enslaved to Egypt for 430 years, is because they didn't give God 430 Sabbaths. So he took it back wow. in the form of like, that's it. You're on timeout. Uh, I, I want this. You were supposed to rest and didn't. You took advantage of my goodness and you spent it on yourself. Yep. And so learning to like, it is okay to sleep in sometimes. Uh, They were to work really hard six days a week and then rest the seventh. Not work half days, six days a week (laughs) and then take a break the seventh. Yeah. This is beautiful balance, but God really does want us to understand when to hit the brakes. God knows what he's doing, right? He he created us, right? He created these bodies. He created our minds. Mm-hmm. And not only that, he created this world, and he didn't create it for us to hate this world. He didn't create this. Like, the world is awesome, right? Like, there's there's awesome things about it, right? There's mountains we get to hike and climb. There's oceans we get to swim in. And there's all these things that are awesome about it. And... Um, but it's sometimes we just need to sit, step back and just kind of enjoy it, you know? And that doesn't mean... We have to be active, but just kind of resting in what he's done. Yeah, watch the sun go down. Yeah. Drink your mint mojito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, he made us, you know, we're spirit and we're body, and, like, our bodies definitely need rest. Like, God knows what he's doing. You know, when he says to take one day, he's not saying take every single day and have your time, your, you know, time of rest every single day, but he said to take a day and rest. Because he knows our bodies need rest. Yep. You know, our, our spirits and our souls need to be fed. We need the word of God, of course, every single day. It says you can't, you need to live off of this is the bread. This is what you need every single day. But you also need to rest because your body needs rest. Yep. Well, that's what's amazing. I mean, it, I cannot believe how long it took me to to not even realize. I think I realized I just couldn't, it's like I couldn't surrender. I needed someone else to come bring it off my back. I felt like not working and serving was a sin. And there was this like insane drive, like you've got to serve your home, your family. If you're not serving your home and your family, then you're a hypocrite at church. And like, ah, every waking moment was like, had to be task oriented and accomplishing stuff. And I I shared with you guys earlier, like I turned into like the grumpiest laborer rather than a Christ-like servant. And even having that revelation, it took time to realize, like, if I do less, I'll be more like Jesus. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's a fine line. But for anyone that's listening and thinking, like, I feel guilty when I rest. Like, man, me too. I, I get it. But don't. God, he cursed the ground, right, because of our sinfulness. So you're going to have to work twice as hard. There's going to be weeds now for Adam. And it's, you're going to have to work the ground twice as hard. But I still want you to find rest. And it's not a sin to find rest. It's just a sin to abuse the well, rest that God wants us to have. Well, part of that is is controlling it too, right? You you want to you, you feel like there's there's a trusting in the Lord, right? Like you're you're I I have to do all of these things because of x you know x y and z, but it's like when you're forced if you're if you have that type of personality that you're just going the Lord knows like no you need to learn to let go 
a little bit. Let go. I got this. And just rest in me <laughs> and like and abide in me and 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 it's not just the practical things it it bleeds into ministry it bleeds into serving you know it bleeds into our families like i have to rest in the lord for the future of my family yep like there's of course the lord has given me things to do right i'm supposed to be diligent i'm supposed to be wise and responsible with the things he's given me but a lot of that stuff I'm not going to even know how to be wise if I don't rest in the Lord. So it go, it always goes back to the Lord, right? Yep. I know I had shared this. Actually, this only happened maybe twice in my life where I was like, I need wisdom from someone older and wiser, like bad, like desperate bad. And I remember drove up and met with this guy, trusted pretty far away, and just talked about this like, every time I take a break, I feel guilty. I feel like I'm not accomplishing and he actually shared how he struggled with the same thing for a long time. He's like, you know what I had to do is I had to find a Sabbath in every day. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he said, it was it was small, but you need to have a window, whether it's from 6 to 7 o'clock at night or it's in the middle of the day from 2 to 2.30. I mean, short, small, it could be 15 minutes. But you set your alarm. Every day at this time belongs to the Lord. The same way the Sabbath was the Lord's back in the Old Testament, like you give God from 2 to 2.15, and you just sit, quiet, no more emails, no more to do, just sit with the Lord, Mm -hmm. flip through the scriptures, read a psalm, and you just Sabbath with the Lord for a few minutes. It completely changed my life. And it's that whole thing of resting in, and resting in the Lord can be that one of those cliche terms that at this point in the podcast, like, what do you guys keep saying that term? What do you mean? Man, just take 60 seconds, pretend that you need to go get something out of your car and walk to the car and back, and just, Lord, all right, let's reset this. Thank you for the day. There's a lot coming up in the closing hours. Help me finish strong. Amen. You know, and finding a minute to give to him that he owns. It's his time. Yep. But I don't know. And that would be like a recharge almost. Yeah, totally. And it's amazing. I didn't necessarily, I mean, I may have wanted the three o'clock coffee. Right. But I didn't need it. There was this like, all right, okay, yes, that's right. The Lord is here. And there was literally a physical energy that that came along with giving God two, three, five, ten minutes to just refocus and go. And it happens at home. Like on a Saturday, I can feel myself getting frustrated or or whatever. And it's like, I'm just going to go sneak in the back room, read two pages in some devotional book or read a Psalm, talk to God for a minute and come back out like, all right, we're reset. Right. Like going to the chiropractor. I love that. Get your spiritual spine in line. Yeah. I think like when we first had our second baby, I was so exhausted so many times that getting up to have that me time did not exist. Having even quiet time, none, none of that really existed when I first had that sec- our second son. Um, and so finding that time to rest in the Lord was difficult. Yeah. But the Lord gave me so many little opportunities, whether that was just like in the car, you're just going to put on this prayer song. Let's just have some time of worship together. Yep. Uh, you know, when you have a moment, you can, I would have those little verse of the day things that would come up or my husband would send me, you know, you know, devotions and things I could read, but just taking those little times throughout the day. Yep. And that's kind of what we talked about, like pressing in and doing life, resting in the Lord yep. instead of doing it all in your own strength. And I God mean, it made it. a huge difference. There's times even nowadays with my kids, I'll be like, we're listening to some 
some of mom's music. We're going to have some praise time in the car on the way because mama needs it right now. You know, it is it is a reset. And I find my kids singing these worship songs too. And it's like, King Jesus, he's faithful. I love that. I want them to have those things and their little hearts of worship to be reset too, you know? So slothfulness, unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Laziness is a sin. Yep. But not resting is also a sin. Uh, you need to figure out how to just run your race, fight your fight, and then pause to reset so that you can keep running. Yep. Yes. Uh, God's in control. He's, in he's control. got it. Yep. And he's he's given you things to do. He's right created you for, for good works that he's prepared you for. He's not going to give you something you can't handle. Yep, 100%. So with that, guys, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, pray your day has either been well or is about to kick off and be well. But... What you do with it is between you and Jesus, so do it right. Yep. Uh, We'll see you next time. See you guys. Adios.